day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our preview episode of Melody Festival. Yes, indeed. It's the biggest national final of the year, without a doubt. Uh, a lot been said about Melody Festival this year. A lot said about Melody Festival every year. Dale. What did you? What's your take on this year's competition out of Sweden? Oh, look, I'll, I'll be first to admit that I was like, yeah, it's not that great. It's not wonderful. The semifinals aren't that great. Then I get to the 12 songs and I've heard them a few times. I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> you do forget. I think we're always very harsh on Sweden Definitely. because we always expect it to be like AAA. And if it's only double A, it's like, ah, it's terrible. But it is still the best national final out there. And yeah, looking forward to talking about the songs. Sweden and Australia, we have a very close and wonderful relationship. We certainly do. And I will agree with you. Once we've got to the final and we've sort of sorted out the chaff, mm. we've got a decent bunch of songs here to work with for a pretty good final, one would imagine. Indeed. All right, shall we get right into it, Dale? We're going to start off, we're going to count down the top three from the Aussie Vision jury, mm. which is us and the team. In the team, we have to have democracy these days. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say if it was the dictatorship of you and me, it'd be a different result. <laughs> exactly. And let's start with third place. <laughs> so third place with the team was Anna Bergendahl and Kingdom Come. Searching for the words to speak Well, the team definitely had an influence on that one, Dale, because I think it might have been a bit higher if it was just us two. <laughs> well, look, let's let's just say it was 12 points with both of us, wasn't it? It was, yes. And this is right up my alley. It is country-infused, slightly dated Swedish pop <laughs> sung by the redemption story herself, Anna Bergendahl, uh, my favourite national final song last year yes. uh, with Ashes to Ashes. And this is my favourite song of Melfest this year. Um, I must admit, the very first time I heard this, I didn't go, oh my God, wow. But I do I have to say, second or third listen, I went from like, oh yeah, it was good, to I'm in absolute love with this song. The staging is really good. I think she really owns it for that first half of the song. Yeah. With her little bit of choreography, she really hits it with a lot of confidence compared to last year. I love the bangs. Yeah. I think her hair looks good she styled really well and then when the dancers jump in oh when that moment when the dancers jump in is probably my favorite of the whole it's almost like they appear from nowhere as well the effect is so good so so good what do you like about it um pretty much everything (laughs) my turn to start (laughs) gushing frothing over this one look um for me the staging and the presentation is spot on Absolutely spot on. And um, Anna really sells this. It's the first half of the song, it's arm movements and just the, the facial expressions and everything. But she is serving, absolutely mm, serving. Mm. And then you're right, we get the dances and we get the full presentation and it is done really, really well. I think the song also for me is the most catchy out of the whole songs. I find this stuck in my head. Mm. You know, I find myself singing it. And, I mean, it's kind of got that anthemic sort of chorus, which is easy to grasp grasp onto as well so you know in a competition you need that you need that stickability Mm. and i think this has it i do think this has it i I do agree with you i I particularly love the last the last 30 seconds or so it's just so powerful when they the dancers will come up and they're like doing this very yeah anthemic and strong and look in the running order she's second last which is a great spot prime spot there um what do you think her chances are of, of taking it out look I mean, I don't think she's without a chance, but I think it would be a major shock if she really got there. I can't see juries 
going for this completely. They kind mm. of abandoned her a little last year. And um, I think the public will support her, but probably not to the levels that she needs to, to get over the line. Uh, I, I tend to agree, unfortunately. I kind of feel this song is that type of song the jury says haven't gone through for in the last few years. Mm. I mean, Victoria can to attest to this. Um, she can as well. This kind of, yeah, this, this style, which I've tended to just absolutely love, <laughs> the <laughs> juries have not given it points, including our own Australian jury. Um, so I, I, I feel like she would not be able to make up the... I think it's harder to make up the public vote unless you are smashing it. Yeah. And I feel it'll be close, um, but she'll be too far behind in the jury. She might win the telly vote, but lose overall. All right, I think we see a good entry there from Anna, but we don't know if it's going to be her year this year again. Oh, let's... Fingers crossed, though. If she gets through, I will be... Probably the happiest I've been for anyone to make Eurovision again. I still expect a strong result, though. I hope so. All right, let's move on to the second place from the team. This is The Mummers and Move. Well, there was a bit of hype about the Mummers, obviously the backing singers last year for John Ludwig. Look, this for me is a good Swedish pop song. What can you say? It's just, the Swedes are just right, really good pop, and this is very solid. For me, they are the massive selling point about this, and particularly when you watch that performance, there's something so incredibly engaging about these women that lift this what is a good song, but not a great song, mm. into something that's a little bit better in the whole package. Uh, vocally, they do it very, very well, um, which you'd expect. The three very, very good vocalists. Uh, I just don't know if it's got the X factor or that wow factor to really push it over the line and, and maybe take the spot in, in Rotterdam. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it's a solid, good song. Um, I think it was on studio alone and you never saw the performance. I mm-hmm. think it'd be lower for people. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's all about them. They're so engaging and they're so likable. They're, they're, they're probably the most likable bunch in the whole, uh, in, in all of Eurovision, I would say. <laughs> you want them to do well. And also, I love the choreography in this. It's very simple. Yes. But my God, it is executed perfectly like you watch every little every little thing they do and it really brings it together and they're serving face and they're singing incredibly well as they do that and they're beaming radiating i was about to say radiating yeah Yeah. Yeah, they do like it's 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 lovely i find the song more than just just kind of good and so i mean more in a bad way i think it's actually quite a pedestrian song okay i i had this about eighth i think overall oh wow yeah it was and not because of them they would be like first or second or third but the song itself i found was towards the bottom of the pile here i think there are much better songs in in the contest which is a shame because i think they've got something it's just the song doesn't I think that says something about the strength of the Swedish songwriting scene. For me, this is something they knock out over lunch. It's yeah. nothing, you know what I mean? Morning it's nothing, tea, yeah, exactly. Actually, it's not yeah. even really that special. But, yeah. you know, other countries would be killing to have this in their national final. They're just like, meh, we'll just chuck this one out there. Yep. All right, let's shall we move on to the top-rated song from the Aussie Vizzy Jury for 2020. It's Doter and Bulletproof. But when you hit, it hurts like guns. I'm not bulletproof. I'm not bulletproof. Bulletproof. When you're getting up, you're on the 
Okay, this one, the Aussie Vision jury on a tie break. Um, mm. They both had the same points with the Mummers and the same exact points from 12 people, like the 12, the 10, the 8, the etc. Couldn't split it. It was done by a head-to-head. Who chose out of the 9, 5 to 4? This gets through. I'm surprised it was this tight because I think this has a lot of good appeal, a general appeal across everybody. I think... It has um, a more contemporary feel than these last two songs we've spoken about. Definitely. This feels much more modern. Uh, I think the staging, let's let's be honest, it's the, probably the best thing about it. Um, the laser use in, in her hand and coming off her chest. Mm-hmm. And it really matches the song, which I've talked before about Sweden doing staging for staging's sake. And let's just light up and lie on the floor and do that. This actually matches the song. It works really well. Maybe a little bit overused. I think her vocal is solid, but needs to probably be stronger to kind of get her the win. Uh, she's and she's kind of got that more modern sound to a like people call it kind of baby voice, but it's not really. But no. you know what I mean. Yeah, I think this is a really solid entry. I think it probably looks to be to me the winner because I think it's got both jury and televote appeal. Yeah, I'll agree with that point. Look, yeah, I guess I concur with a lot of those. I thought vocally, Dotta was good, but not outstanding. Yeah, but I mean, it still was enough to carry the song. Mm. Um, she. Again, we have this good song, but we don't have this great song. And I think that was why I probably didn't gel with this song straight away, because I just thought, oh, it's a good song. It's not great. But probably the more I've listened to it, the more I've kind of got on board with it. You're right. I think for me, it's the staging of this is kind of outstanding in its simplicity as well. Basically, it's a woman in a reflective dress and some lighting. Mm. Really, there's not that much. But they get everything out of it, don't exactly. they? Exactly. There's not too much choreography or anything that goes with it. But it is simply done, but it's very, very visually effective. And I think that's what makes this stand out the most. Um, she's She looks fantastic. I love the way they styled her in the semi-final. She looks fantastic. Mm. And with the right execution and I think they'll execute it well again I can't see this probably losing to be honest I think this has probably almost got the ticket this is very Sweden on paper Mm. and I think that's maybe why emotionally it might not connect with people Um, and I think that may be the trap they may fall into with this song because it's very good yeah and I think it will get that jury appeal more than any other song in the contest but I would, I would at at Eurovision, I'd worry about the televote appeal. I mean, but the I'd staging worry, could I, get the Eurovision. I worry about the televote appeal for the last few years, and I think this is as clinical as the boys have been. Oh, it's just as clinical. Just because so, it's a woman doesn't make yeah, it less exactly. clinical. Uh, so just I, I don't know if they're. Exp- I wouldn't be expecting a massive jump in the televote no. on this one because it is Swedish clinically done pop and staging. At least you've got something there with this song where you've got lasers. Yeah, and people will go, "Oh, that laser girl." I'll vote for that. That oh, was yeah. pretty cool. Till Moldova comes out and throws her <laughs> hand out and does lasers as well. <laughs> but so I think at least they've got something to the telly voters to grab onto. Exactly. Because a song I don't think is enough. It does feel very plastic, mm. I have to say. Yeah. Done well, as always, from Sweden. Of course. But I'm not feeling emotions about it. There are those moments in the performance when the lights do come off her and stuff that is just striking. Oh, it's so And good. it will stick with people to go, geez, I really enjoy it. You won't that. forget it. Exactly, mm. exactly. So we think that one will get the ticket, Dale. Is, is that what we're saying? We're like, well, we think it's going to win, but we're not overly excited by it. But <laughs> yeah. It's almost head over heart, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's a head choice. It's yeah. a logical choice, you would mm. think. Mm. All right, so they were the top three from the team. We'll go through the others later let's talk about a couple of ones that we want to pick out yes i guess i'm starting with me yep let's have a talk about felix salmon and boys with emotions we wonder why we wonder why 
Michael, it's okay to cry. <laughs> Pretty much cried when I saw the song. It was that bad. No, no, you no like this. I do like this. It's certainly grown on me. Look, I'm not going to say this is perfect or this is amazing. Mm. Um, there is also a big difference between the studio version and what is presented live. Probably not a song made for a live performance. Yeah. Having said that, there are some good parts about the presentation of this. I like the way they superimpose the lighting and stuff on him. I think it can be very eye-catching at times. He's a kind of good performer. I like Felix. He, he kind of gets the message across. However, I do think he struggles to emote this song <laughs> quite uh, <laughs> for a song ironically. Emotions, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Ironically, it does come across as a little bit plastic, etc. And it is incredibly ham-fisted sometimes with the handling of a the subject matter and and the lyrics, etc. There's no subtlety in this, is there? It's just no. And I, look, I like the message of it. Like, yeah, it, it's, exactly. it is a good message, and I think it's a good studio. And I think it was. It's the strongest, one of the strongest studios. If something was going to be a real hit across Europe, mm. this could work. Like this sounds like something There's you something would hear. Something about that beat that's really yeah. catchy, and it and that it gets in your head. It yeah. really does get in your head. Um, I think his vocal was definitely better in in Andra Hansen, and because he had to go to the second chance round to mm. get through. Um, I think the jury will give this a lot of love. That's I've written here as well. Yeah. I expect the juries to give this pretty high. So, and I wouldn't discount still a high public vote. So I'm still expecting a solid result mm. for Felix. I think we were thinking still a sneaky winner. Not impossible. No. Maybe harder than I probably thought, but again, I wouldn't be surprised. Possible podium top five for me. I think in this one. I like I like the presentation as well, uh, and I do like the song. I do find the performance, the vocal slide issues at times doesn't bother me because no. I think he can sing, and I think he'll probably get it right by the third time. He gets three three cracks. <laughs> three cracks. Um, it's you know what I have this one moment that just puts me off the entire song when he in that first bit when he goes it's okay to cry and he does that head wobble and does his little mm. the little finger down his yeah. thing. It's so cringe. I've written cringeworthy at times here as well. <laughs> Literally, Literally at that the point, stuff. the entire song is over for me. Okay, fair at enough. At that one point, I was hoping in Andre Hansen that they'd realise how bad that was mm. and cut it out. And it's not. He's done exactly the same performance. So, nah, no, it's just that's enough for me to put to to be put off by the song. But. I think it's one of the best songs in the contest. Yeah, I definitely enjoy that studio. I do, and I'll admit that. All right, let's talk about, and actually Felix, we should mention, came seventh with our jury, so it wasn't that high up with the, with, no, with, with the guys. No, but it wasn't that low as well. Exactly. Let's have a talk about your pick, Dale. Let's have a talk about Anis Domdemina with Vemes Somos. Duck, duck for uh, announcing that. Thank you, Michael. Uh, you probably said it completely wrong. Really, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're always better at pronunciation than me. Uh, look, this song is the energy and the party of Melfest that this needs. I love songs like this. Now, yes, it might be slightly 
uh, Macklemore down, like you know that kind of slight rip off <laughs> thing. What, what what was the song he did that sounded like this? Uh, I know the one, but I, I can't remember. Doesn't matter. But it's got so much energy. The staging is so good for this. That magazine thing, cover thing, I think is great. And that's you know what we're all often looking at the video from his semi final. We don't see the video of the Andre Hansen performance because it was so good. Yeah, it was really It was good. like he was, it was already over in the first 30 seconds, that head-to-head battle. This will do well in the tally vote. It probably won't do very well in the jury. But God, it's infectious, fun pop. Yeah. And I absolutely adore it. I love it. It was my second overall wow. behind Anna. I just think it's so damn good. Uh, I think he is great. I love everything about it. And it's in Swedish. Yeah, that's good. And that's what I love about it. Good on him. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, and I myself agree, probably should have gone direct to finale this one. Probably mm. didn't even need to go to the Andre Hansen. It was that good. Um, I'll concur. Great energy, especially that chorus. It's really great. I've written here a mixture of Macklemore and Fat Man Scoop yeah. kind of thing. It's got yeah, that yeah, vibe yeah. to yeah. it. And he just keeps the energy going the entire time. And it's it's just really likable. There's mm. something about it that is incredibly likable. And in the running order, I think it should stand out as well. It should get people going. You won't forget it. Exactly. So I think there's a lot a lot to like about this. I song. think it will stand out more in a 12-song um, performance, even though they're topper songs mm-hmm. compared to the seven, mm-hmm. because I think you just got that little bit more to stand out with a lot of songs. Um, he, he has performed with um, Samir and Victor on okay. Shuffler, and also on that Swedish World Cup song. He oh, was right. involved in both Did, of those. I think they may have been co-writers of this song. I think that just comes to my head straight away. But like, you can see song. there's, you can yeah. see, like, to me, this is the Shuffler Shuffler of this song. Yeah, it's yeah, Shuma Shuma. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know... Sure, whatever it is, it's really, really, really good. Yeah, very good. Really, sure, 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 something. <laughs> and, that, and for the record, that was ranked sixth by the Aussie Vision team. So, so my uh, my favorite outside the three was higher than your. Yeah, by one. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But also, six is really good. Like, yeah. that's, that's a good a good slot for a song that didn't have much hype going in. Aussies love a banger, though. Let's don't forget that one. <laughs> True. All right. Actually, I kind of like your pick better than I like mine, Dale. Mm. I will admit that one. All right. Let's go through the others. Fourth in the Aussie Vision jury was Melody Festival and Stalwart Mariette with Shout It Out. What do we think of this one, Dale? I think this is really solid. Mm. Um, solid. Solid. No, no, but like really good. I, I will use the words really good on everything. <laughs> really good performer. Really good song. I really like the staging. I know it's simple, but I really like it. Um, it just doesn't have none, nothing goes beyond being really good. It's like seven out of ten on every element, without ever getting to an eight or nine or ten on anything. So it stands out in the semi. It will fall away, unfortunately. But I had it like quite high. I had about midfield or mm. maybe you know sixth or fifth or something like that. But overall, it's. I think it got a lot of solid results with people, hence why it came forth. Yeah, no, fair enough. I think the opening of this live performance is great. She, you know, the, the sort of sunlight effect almost on her and it's blinding her and stuff is really, really good. It does build, you're right, to a decent chorus, but nothing overly special ultimately is there, really. It just coasts along in pretty much third gear and it's pretty good and it's fine. And if you ask me, it's her that carries the whole thing. Mm. Any other performer probably wouldn't be able to get this even into the final because I don't think it's a great song. It's a good song, but not a great song. But I think she does such a great job of it. But yeah. I'm not sure it's going to be enough to sort of, you know. Chorus is very, very good. It I is. think the chorus is very good. I think it's a bit underrated. I think this might do okay with the juries. Yeah, I think enough. it'll struggle big time with the tally vote because I think others just stand out more. You're right. There's just nothing 
that doesn't, doesn't really go to wow, out. does it? Never gets to wow. Yeah. You know, you never say wow about this, do you? Yeah. All right. All right, let's move on to fifth. <laughs> let's move on to she went in one of the big favourites. She had the plum spot of finals uh, performer, semi final four, Hannah Ferm with Brave. Mm. I'll start with this one because you keep stealing all the good talking points. Um, Look, I think the bones of a decent song are there for this song, even though it's fairly simple and maybe sounds a little juniorish almost, but it just doesn't all gel. The whole package doesn't all gel. I like her. I think she's a stunning-looking woman, Mm. and I don't mind the staging they did with it, with her use with the LEDs, etc., but ultimately... When you get to that chorus, which is supposed to blow you away, it just feels a little tinny and doesn't really capture me and take me along. I just, I, I find this a little, there's not mature enough. Mm. Like, I really like, again, I really like her. And I actually like the kind of the song. It's bubblegum yeah, pop. And it is a bit that way. Uh, and I think she's really trying to milk this and almost ma- give it more maturity with a bigger vocal than probably she can deliver for it. Because it's in a quite a high range at times, and it she's is. really pushing. You can tell she's not just like I'll sing it and I'll sing it as it is. She knows she needs to push more on the song to get the most out of it to have a chance of winning. So I think it's good. And um, Mellow Pritz could probably is more the kind of artist I associate yeah. with this type of song. Possibly she could sing it. But probably should have swapped songs those two. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know what I mean. The maturity level. Yeah, I think that's just a different thing. Mm. So um, I, I like it. I just feel. Uh, it just doesn't all kind of come together. Mm. Every element I like, but maybe not <laughs> together. Not all on the one plate. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah like exactly. I, I kind of yeah. agree with you. It's a little bit of a lost opportunity, I thought, that one, mm. because I really do like Hannah. And oh, I, I'd love to see her in it. Absolutely. I dare say she'll be coming with a better song in another edition of Melody Festival. And let's go on to who was eighth with the jury there, Dale. We've seen this bloke before, Robert Benton. Yes. With Take a Chance. Mm. What do you think of this one? I really like this song. Oh, so do like, I. Like, I really like the song. <laughs> I, I will say, if it wasn't for Robin, this is going to sound terrible, it'd have been higher in my rankings. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not because I dislike Robin. I like Robin in the pop he does, which I think is a little bit maybe not more modern, but maybe not this style. This feels like there's elements of, there's a schlagery, abbery. This, there, I mean, it sounds like, you know, take a chance on me, but it's take a chance. And there's a nod to Adder, Abba in mm, some of the chorus. progression in the chorus. Yeah, 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 very much so. And I don't associate that with Robin Benson. And I think he struggles to deliver it at times as well. So that, I, again, we've got to me a mismatch of song and artist. If I vote on the song, this would probably be close to top three for me. Yeah, look, you keep stealing all my talking points. Sorry. I've written here <laughs> all a bit odd, really. And the, the the thing of why it's odd to me is I'm just, I've written here, I'm not sure he matches the song. Mm. The song is simple and kind of retro in a way. And yeah. that's not how I view or I see Robert Benson at all. Same. And you're right. Performance-wise, he's a little too wooden to give this really, I don't know, is it, it's not really an emotional song. No. But it's not really a cl- clinically delivered pop song. So somehow... It's just something's not right with the whole thing. And you're right, maybe a different performer. I might really, really enjoy this because it's got some sort of nice, comfortable, little tokeny kind of mm. elements to this, which is my generation. But ultimately, this whole pie doesn't really sit well. Look, uh, you gotta, you got to have, when you do a song like this, a wink and a nod and a self-awareness about what it is and also, but still give it the seriousness that it can actually do. 
And I think Robin, as you say, maybe his emotional range is <laughs> oh, really good, quite there. Good-looking, brooding guy. Yeah, and that's what... Good-looking, good brooding guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he does that very well. Like, he, does, he did a fantastic yeah. job of I uh, Can't Go On. Like, mm. that was so well done, and he definitely deserved where he came. This just doesn't match it, which is a shame for both Robin and the song. Yeah, fair enough, because I quite like the song. It sort of sticks in your head a little bit. All right, let's go on to ninth with the juries. Another familiar face and a nice-looking face as well. Calm down, Michael. Victor Corona (laughs) with Trouble Waters. (laughs) Trouble my waters a couple of times. I was just taking a turn this podcast. Um, Look, look, I've got to say, I quite like this performance, but I'm a little bit torn. The song is fine, and it's kind of quite standard, really. It's that Avicii meets sort of country poppy. Yep, yep. We've heard this before. There's nothing mm-hmm, overly mm-hmm. original about it. The, the staging is fine. They, they try and do a bit of technology with it and stuff, which give it a bit of extra edge. But then he comes on and try to struggle, sings this song at times, and it, it kind of really straining to hit the notes, and I've makes me a little bit uncomfortable and I don't know the whole package just doesn't come together again you shouldn't, the way it should you shouldn't feel uncomfortable like when watching a song or feeling about a song because that's going to just put you off massively yeah I think um, I, I again I think Victor does Victor well and he knows I think Victor's aware that his vocal range isn't as, as big as other people but you sing within your range I feel like this song really pushes his limits mm. and he's really struggling and it's uncomfortable to watch because you feel for him yeah. he's a really likable guy and, and you I'm, don't and he's a really decent singer Decent. Just give him the right song. Uh, yeah, like yeah. he's solid. I mean, he sang he sang song well in the final, not mm. the semi. Remember, <laughs> but I mean, basically that was the one performance we saw of it sang well. <laughs> but look, at the same time, he he got through. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know what, well, he could get up there and stand up and look pretty. And there is a look, there is a visual element to this because mm. I watched this. And I didn't feel as uncomfortable the first time I watched it. I was like, oh, that sounds like Victor kind of struggling a little bit, but still pulling it together. He he, he gets every inch out of the performance. Yeah, he really pushes himself, yeah, which is and good to see. Even with a slight little awkward kick dance thing he does, slight Elaine Seinfeld going on. <laughs> but then I listened the other day when I was at work, and I was listening to the YouTube clips rather than the, and without the visual, because I was working okay. away. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to listen to them and just to mm-hmm. do my rankings. Originally, he was midfield. And I listened to that vocal, oof, without the visual, it's 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 not worth being in the final. He's and I, I didn't give him a point He's because really I just straining. couldn't. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable for him as well. I feel yeah. for him. But we like Victor. Oh, we love Victor. Good on him. Good to see him in the final. Yes. Good to see him in the final. Yes. Let's, shall we move on to 10th place? One of your personal favourites, Dale Mahombi, <laughs> with winners. Um, what do we think of Mahombi's effort here? Uh, <laughs> It's it's repetitive. It's so simple. It's it's not a good song, even by Swedish plastic standards. It's not. I actually think he performs it really well. I think he gives it a red hot crack for what he's got. He's yeah. got nothing to work with here. I'm you, you know I did wasn't a big fan of his song last year either, but this year I'm a fan of him trying to milk everything he can out of this so I feel for him because he doesn't have a lot to work with but he's doing a really good job of what he's got yeah look for me there's basically two things in this song it's Mahombi and the chorus I've forgotten the rest I've completely forgot wouldn't be able to tell you how the melody I remember the staging because I saw it in 2018 (laughs) for Armenia and and the chorus is is memorable because it's repetitive with the the simple rhyme you know winners winners you know yeah yeah. (laughs) 
Dreamers, dreamers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, it's so it's, simple. Yeah, but he does the best of what is, I think, a fairly poor song, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to 11th. Mendez featuring Alvaro Estrella with Vamos Amigos. Robbed. 11th place. <laughs> Robbed. I put a 10th, I think. <laughs> Robbed somebody of a spot in the final, I would have thought, Dale. Oh. Look, I don't think it's bad. This is not bad. It's just really nothing to me. It's just a nice Latin little filler for the show to add a bit of energy and a bit of fun yeah so i've got no issue with this you know mendez as you said it, it's it's a tidy kind of package to yeah. be honest like they've got alvaro in to do some singing and he does some i don't know what does he do whatever he, mendez does exactly i don't know mendez how he's so does. successful but no we love mendez and look with a name like vamos amigos you know exactly what you're getting oh, yeah. it is on the tin and it's basic <laughs> latin swedish it, it's the pop. Swedish version of Latin, <laughs> yeah. let's be honest. They yeah. went to a Mexican restaurant <laughs> once, yeah, yeah, basically. All right. All right, and I guess somebody has to finish 12th from their jury vote. And i got to be honest, I think this is a little bit harsh. But the 12th place went to Paul Ray with his song Talking In My Sleep. Mm. Why don't you talk about this one, Doug? Well, the Aussie Vision team gave it a total of eight points, and I gave this five of those. Okay. Um, so I am the Paul Ray champion of Australia. Wow. Someone had to be. Yeah, but look, I mean, we've done something recently with an online podcast and a jury and this did quite well I think it came about six overall mm. so I think it has more um, you know chops than the Aussie Vision teams going for it look this isn't what we think of Sweden um, this is a little bit too of a slow kind of like generic well done ballad um, I think it's got a bit more meat to it than some of the other stuff in here I think this is a really good song I really like it okay um, look, it's grown on me. When I first saw it in the semi-final, I was like, how is this getting through? Like, this should not be getting through. But the more I've listened to it, the more it has grown on me. It's a decent song. Um, you know, it's a little boring, but it's decent. And to be honest, he's got some nice staging moments in it where they have some nice effects with the staging. Mm, mm. Um, I don't know if his performance of jumping around during the whole performance really suits the song, but anyway, it's got him this far. He took out Malu Pritz in the Andre, yeah. Andre Hansen, so can't be doing that bad. And, you know, I, I personally don't suspect he'll finish 12th in no, this I final. Don't. I actually think he'll do reasonably well with the jury. I think maybe a midfield even mm -hmm. with the jury. I think, yep. again, he might struggle with the telly vote. But a lot of his staging, most of it, there's not a lot going on, and he's kind of carrying it a lot. Like, he's trying to make the most out of this. Well, it's pretty much this, him out on the stage by just himself kind of and just a few effects. Doing, yeah, so yeah. I think he hasn't had a lot of big budget behind him for this. No, I just think this song is very solid. I think it's... I, I really I really like it. I okay. would never... Anyone putting this first or second, I don't know what's going on with them because this is not one of the top couple of songs. But this is a lot better than some of the rest of this in here. As mm. an overall... Because yeah, the song enough. is good, he can sing it well... And he performs it pretty well. All right. Well, we'll agree to disagree on a couple of those <laughs> points. But anyway. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. We don't have to agree all the time. Exactly. You, got, you gave him five points. He got the five points. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So there are our rankings. Uh, the show is on Saturday night. Yes. Sunday morning Australian time. Yeah. At a pretty reasonable hour of 6 a.m. for um, daylight saving time, 5 a.m. for us. But oh, okay. Could be worse. Well, if you're in Sydney and Melbourne, you know, 6 a.m. is not too bad. Yep. So we're looking forward to it on Sunday. Absolutely. And we'll be talking about the results on our Sunday evening podcast where we wrap up the week that was. And it'll right. be a big week indeed. All right. Thanks for joining us for our Melfest bonus episode. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. Go, Anna. Go, Anna.